It's time! Hey, Dave, listen up, please! Jones looking. Jones now going to the end zone, and it is... But what are you waiting for? I don't know. Something amazing. McFadden's going to throw. Hillis is open. Peyton catches it at the five. Touchdown, Arkansas. Touchdown, Arkansas. McFadden to Hillis for 24 yards. Listen, we're talking about practice. Not a game. Not a game. Not a game. We're talking about practice. What we've got here is failure to communicate. The Five oh, wow. And welcome into the Five O One. We got a new little open for you. Thanks for that, Seth. That was all Seth. It was it was a yeah. This is what I do instead of working, but I thought it went pretty well. I like that. Good memories. Good Arkansas memories. Well in football. If you you know paid attention all the arkansas memories were either things that happened in the 501 or from 501 people ah that's true very good point right there it's kind of like little easter eggs that people put into video games but this is seth campbell tossing little 501 eggs into this basket yeah exactly but but we're not done it'll it'll go through some iterations there are some things that need to be fixed but that's a good first run, right? I like it. I like it. We'll keep it. All right. Well, we got a great show for you today, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, by the way, for joining us. Mm. We appreciate you. And we like the fact that you're listening. You want to know why? Because if you weren't, we would just be talking to ourselves. And that's just boring. We need you to listen. Yeah. So today, as I just nailed my microphone. Way to go. Uh, we're going to be doing a little fill in the blank talking about Arkansas baseball, a little bit of NBA. I like that NBA basketball. That's a, good, that's a good topic. Could Arkansas play Arkansas State? We talked about this a few weeks ago, Ugh. but it might throw you for a little surprise. That is in our wacky world, but right now, let's go to fill in the blank. Let's do it. All right, Andrew. Arkansas able to take two of three from LSU in baseball this past weekend. Arkansas's win over LSU, the series win, is blank. Euphoric. But if it's, I might also say a little bit of a letdown because that third game, it's almost like you're about to get another sweep. And I know that it's really hard to get sweeps in SEC baseball, but it's like with Alabama football, right? Once Alabama football loses a single game, that season's over for them. You know, it's like, well, this is that. It's a waste of a season. Losing a single game in the series against your arch rival at LSU, or with LSU after doing what you did to Kentucky, doing what you did. Now, granted, they didn't sweep Kentucky. Doing what you did to Mississippi State. It's one of those deals where it's like, is this really what you want to do is blow it right here at the end and blow this sweep when you've just been thrashing them this entire weekend? They should have had it. But um, euphoric anyway because they got the series win, which, like I said, very hard to do. And hopefully we can just enjoy wins instead of being upset about single losses. But see, that's where Dave Van Horn has put this program. You made a monster. He sure did. 
you can't win all these games and not expect people to be mad when you don't finish sweeps. So you made a monster, you made this bed, you got to lie in it. But right. it's not a bad bed to lie in, Andrew. So no. Arkansas's win, series win over LSU, kind of get the monkey off your back a little bit. Dare I say it's borderline erotic? I thought about that as I was driving here. I thought about saying that. We about to hear Brett say it? Well, I'm trying to get Brett to say it, but I got some technical difficulties here. So. Uh, it was borderline erotic. There you go. But thanks, Brett. Uh, Brett, you're the best. You're welcome. It could be borderline erotic. Borderline erotic. There it is, Brett. Borderline wanted to erotic. Show <laughs> Why? I'm gonna ease off a little bit, though. You're not beating Texas in a bowl game. I'll say it was a relief. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. And while I say, and why I say it is a relief is because of this. The Razorbacks were expected to win the series by everybody else outside of Arkansas. But in Arkansas, you almost had this jinx against LSU. Yeah. You couldn't you couldn't figure them out. No matter if you were better than or, than them or worse than them. You know, LSU's always had your number. So with a team that you were for sure better than this year at home, everybody wanted you to win. And you actually went out and took two of three. So yes, the series sweep, like you said, would have been nice. And Dave Van Horn has built this thing into a monster that after beating him and scoring double-digit runs twice the, the third time, mm. you think you need to sweep them. But it's a relief because you got and got that monkey off your bat. The, the curse of the possum, no longer a thing. You know, everybody likes to bring up the drop foul ball or whatever, but... That really didn't happen against LSU, but you kind of get all everybody these things. Everybody brings that up, though. Everybody brings that up. You got all these things off of your back, and you took care of one team that was hard to beat, is what we'll say. That you took care of, of an obstacle in your way. Now, now you got to go on and keep playing. Yeah. Like, the season didn't end because you beat LSU, and everybody knows that. Yeah. Win, I mean, just win one game at A&M this weekend. Mm. Don't even try at the SEC tournament. SEC tournaments, we can, we'll talk about that in just one second. But don't even try at the SEC tournament, and then get back in, host a super, host your region, host your regional, then host your super, and just see what happens. And so I'll say, Arkansas's win over LSU is a relief, and the way they did it too. Those two wins at the beginning, and like you said. You got to go out and play now. We, you and I, have had this conversation many, many times, and I think a series is is as equatable to a football game, basketball game, whatever. Emotional games. It doesn't matter if you win or lose those games. The following game is going to be much more difficult to get mentally ready for. And I think the same is for a, a series. Losing that third game may have actually benefited Arkansas because now it's like, okay, we're back to reality. We're not just going to beat everybody by. 12 runs. You have to focus when you come into the game. Nobody's just going to hand you this. And you might have gotten a, a wake-up call of, like you said, we can't just walk out here on the diamond, expect to hit the ball without go, being disciplined at the plate and expect to strike everybody out. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Arkansas plays A&M this weekend, but let's move ahead. The A&M series, they are ranked. They're a decent baseball team. They're going to be without their Saturday starter. I expect Arkansas to probably take two or three from them, but let's move ahead to the conference tournament because Arkansas is going to go straight from College Station to Hoover, Alabama, which is a terrible place yeah. to host a conference <laughs> tournament. But let's talk about conference tournaments, Andrew. Conference tournaments in baseball, in college baseball, are blank. Um, 
I don't want to say useless. I'm trying to think of a word that's just right above useless. Can I? I'll I'll go ahead. Let's pointless. I I still feel like that's even too strong. There is a point to them. I guess pri. I mean, I I would. I guess that they're mediocre. Maybe that's a word I would use. Mediocre. Okay. It's it's like okay, well, winning this thing, this is fun. You like to reach those milestones. I mean, really, in all actuality, even a national championship will be forgotten fifteen years down the line. So we can say that it's like, oh, well, this doesn't matter. The only thing that matters is the national championship. But it's like, no, really, none of it matters. This is for fun. So it's one of those it deals. It matters. People, we celebrated the twenty fifth anniversary of the basketball team this year in Northwest Arkansas. It matters. Sure, but I mean, I think we'll still be. I mean, like, okay, before last season, we were still celebrating the. Arkansas baseball team that lost in the championship. So it's one of those deals where it's like for your program, it matters, I guess, but an sec championship then would still matter. Cause you're still selling t-shirts. People are proud that you went and won the sec, which is a hard thing to do, especially after basketball and football. What, what's been happening with that? It sure would be nice to beat some of those sec opponents, but yeah, like you're saying, I mean, I, it, it really in any of the sports other than football, it's just kind of like, Okay, you won the SEC. Congrats. On to the next thing. Pointless, and I'll say why. Because all you do is you run people out there with the opportunity to get hurt for a tournament that doesn't matter. And only the committee will come out and say that they very rarely change people's seeds because of these things. Now, you may get in or you may get out of the NCAA tournament because of how you performed at Hoover. But you rarely improve anything, and you can really rarely hurt yourself either. So if, if you can barely in the postseason play in the tournament that matters, if you can only help yourself a little and hurt yourself a little, then what is the point? You're just using pitchers with an opportunity for people to get hurt. I have a plan of attack. That's your SEC tournament. If you're the SEC in general, take the conference tournament, the exact same format you have it right now, get rid of double elimination. If you, if okay. you're a team that's not in the top four and you're trying to win the conference tournament, you got to win four games. Mm. If you're a team that's in the top four and you want to win the tournament, you got to win three games. So it, all of a sudden it turns it into just another weekend instead of, but instead of playing the same team three times, you're just playing different teams. Yeah. So you're going to want your guys to throw anyway. You're going to want your pitchers to go out on the mound and throw. So you're going to Campbell. If they didn't play for two weeks, Campbell would go out and throw multiple bullpens in that time. Yep. So why not just have the real, the game experience of him going out and throwing a bullpen in real life. Now I know there's maybe a little bit more opportunity for him to get hurt because a ball could come back at him. Sure. But that's the that kind happens of the, in practice that happens all the time. Yeah, that that's happen the, anywhere. That's the risk you take. So it, if you're in the top four, it's just like a regular weekend. And then if you're in the bottom outside of the top four, then it's just one extra game. You're not taxing your arms that much. Instead, if you're out of the top four, but you win your first game, then lose your second game and run it all the way through the tournament, you're playing up to six, seven games. Yeah. That's a lot. That's not good for arms. No. That's not good for people. And that is what college is supposed to do. You're supposed to protect arms so that they can go play at the next level. Yeah. Or that they can play baseball in some capacity after this. You're not supposed to get, run a guy's arm off of his shoulder. So I think that this tournament needs to change it was probably okay. It was back when the, our, the SEC had, what was it, 12 teams. There was only an eight-team tournament. Yeah. I remember one year, Arkansas didn't even make the tournament, but still made the NCAA tournament. Yeah. They were the nine overall seed. But I think that you have to get rid of this because you're just too much opportunity for people to get hurt and for 
really a pointless prize. Yeah, uh, I, I actually like that idea. I didn't think about it before that, but I, I do like that idea. All right, one last baseball topic here before we move on to the NBA. Arkansas will blank in the NCAA tournament this year. Dominate. Okay. I believe that. I believe that they will dominate. Dominate. Your domination, does that take them to Omaha? Yes. Okay. Does it take them any farther than Omaha? I'm not going to speculate further than that. I think once you get in Omaha, crazy stuff can happen. It's anybody's Uh, game. It's anybody's game at that point. Arkansas just happened to get very lucky last year, and they took advantage of the opportunities that they had. They advanced all the way to, you know, the finals. Should have won the whole thing. But is that going to happen this year? I don't know. Will they make it to Omaha? I believe so. I believe that they'll make it back to Omaha. I think because of how the NCAA tournament matches up, you're not going to have to face one of the top four teams because you are going to be one of the top four teams. Yes. Arkansas could beat anybody in a anybody else in a two in a three game series. Arkansas will beat anybody else. I'd take them over UCLA. I would take Arkansas over and, UCLA. And that is like I said, that's totally fine. But you're not the thing about it is you're not going to have to play UCLA to get nope. to Omaha. No, you're so not. Arkansas, in my opinion, will make Omaha in the NCAA tournament. This sure, year. that's what I'll say. I think that's the standard that they've set. If they don't make it, it's a busted season. And you got to break this streak of only going to Omaha every three years, especially when there are fans who are talking about this team's even better than last year's team. Which is at me next time. Uh, you've done it, but everybody's doing it. Where it's like, let's just calm down, everybody. If they don't make it to Omaha, scratch it. What a bust. This team's pretty good. This team's pretty good. That's why I think they will make it. But we'll see. All right, that's enough of the baseball. Diamond Hogs this weekend. It's a Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Make Mm. sure that you plan accordingly for that. Let's move on to the NBA. Kawhi Leonard hit the first ever buzzer beater. Now, get that straight. Not a game-winning shot. A buzzer beater in a game seven in the NBA playoffs. That blows my mind. So Kawhi's buzzer beater in game seven is blank. Well, um, Legendary, historic. I mean, <laughs> there's a number of words that could be used for this thing. I think Max Kellerman is maybe the happiest individual in the world that uh, <laughs> that Kawhi Leonard went and did this because remember a few days ago, Max Kellerman was talking about how Kawhi Leonard is more clutch in the fourth quarter than Kobe Bryant. Oh, there you go. And here's the deal, okay? Oh, no. Who is my all-time favorite basketball player, Seth? LeBron James. No. Nope. Uh, Al Dillard. Yes. No. Kobe Bryant. It's Kobe Bryant. Okay. Kobe Bryant in the fourth quarter at the end of ball games made his team worse the majority of the time. He played hero ball. He made his team worse. He made some ridiculous shots. Max Kellerman made some great points and everybody just laughed at him. Okay. And then people would say, okay, what are those moments where Kawhi Leonard was super clutch at the end of ball games. This is one of those, I guess, if you want to look at moments, but it's not about moments. If we're talking about moments, that means that we're equating clutch to just mean making super difficult shots to win games. That's what we're equating as clutch. I consider clutch being you elevate your game in the fourth quarter to where you push your teams to victory. If you look at the numbers, Kawhi Leonard, at this point, he's got to do it for much longer because Kobe did, there were years where he was that guy, and that's why we remember him. Kawhi Leonard hitting that shot was a moment that we will look back on so that it, it you know, so the Jay Williamses of the world can be happy. But that is just the tip of the iceberg. You're not seeing the rest of the iceberg that is Kawhi Leonard's fourth quarter production. 
which he's incredible. He's an amazing defender. His defense is so good that we could, at this point, looking at his numbers and even just looking at tape, if we want to throw numbers out the window, his numbers indicate that he is more than likely the best perimeter defender in the NBA. He, on offense, is a facilitator who can also score from anywhere. He's a silent assassin. And then after the games, stone-faced. People are talking about how he just made history, not a crack of a smile. It's like... We're, we have LeBron James, Kevin Durant, and Kawhi Leonard in the NBA at the same time. Like, are you kidding me? So can I come in with mine? I almost wanted to go with anticlimactic here, which is impossible even to think about, really, because he just did something that nobody else did. And you're like, Seth, you're going to come yeah. at it and say that that's anticlimactic. Mm. And I had a word, and this is why you write things down, because I forgot it. But I would say that it was, oh, it was refreshing. Yeah. Because of how he handled himself. Always. That's and, just him. And, and, you know, people make the joke about his laugh, which, I mean, <laughs> it, do, it <laughs> does deserve to be, uh, you know, mimicked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but this is just him. He's, as you said, a cool, calm, collected guy. And it's a refreshing approach to the NBA that has all of these gigantic, Gigantic personalities. Yeah. People that are just bigger than themselves. And that, that it's and there's nothing annoying. wrong with that. It's annoying to me because they they push and you have a brand and you can push your brand, but you also need to worry about playing the basketball game. And there's mm. guys that you could do whatever you want to do, but Kawhi in his brand, I enjoy how he promotes himself. And which is insane to think about also. Because 12 months ago, what were people saying about Kawhi? Oh, diva. Quitter. Yeah. 12 months, he's changed his persona to where even I, a casual NBA fan, find him refreshing instead of a diva. And I don't think I ever drew the opinion of diva necessarily, which is always easier to look Ask back on. Ask Spurs fans what they think about him. <laughs> right. But I think his approach to basketball is refreshing. His, I mean, that's awesome. Cool. Yeah, I made history, whatever. Yeah. I like that approach by him. And so get on to him if you want, but I'm okay with him not being a personality. So that's why I will say refreshing. You know, it's not refreshing. Mm. The Lakers franchise. Let's oh, we're just talk. Do this, yes, huh? we are going to do, do this. We huh? are going to do this. The Lakers franchise in their coaching search has been blank. Better than expected. Frank Vogel and Jason Kidd. Better than expected how? Look at what Frank Vogel made the Pacers contend with the Miami Heat with LeBron James, Dwayne Paul Wade. Paul George by himself did not compete, and he's a superstar. And he wasn't even as good then as he is now. Okay? He made Roy Hibbert. Yeah. He made Roy, and Roy Hibbert came and played for the Lakers, Seth. Let me tell you about Roy Hibbert. He cannot play the game of basketball. Didn't they also have Tyler Hansbrough? They had Tyler Hansbrough coming off the bench, my friend. Oh, my goodness. Lance Stevenson was an all-star caliber player. George Hill looked like a superstar in that offense. And they were defensive-minded, and he earned the respect of LeBron James two years in a row. And then he went to the Magic. And was terrible because the magic were terrible. 
You can't do anything with those players. They are who we thought they were. They're not good. And then you bring in Jason Kidd. Everybody always wants to talk about the drama, the drama, the drama. That's not going to work. I'm glad you know, Seth. Thanks for letting me know that. It's not. It. Why is it not going to work? Because the, the Lakers organization fell in love with Jason Kidd, but apparently they couldn't sell somebody on him, so he has to be the assistant coach. Jason Kidd will not work as being the understudy to Vogel, and I think that it's going to blow up in their face, and in uh, I'll give it four years, the Lakers will be looking for another head coach. Well, I could Frank be Vogel wrong. signed to a three-year deal. This whole experiment's going on for three years. I could be wrong, but I think that this is another failed experiment by Jason. I mean, Jason Kidd's had his opportunity with Giannis, and he couldn't do anything. He couldn't get them past, what, did they win one playoff series? I didn't do my research, so don't, don't quote me on this. But he couldn't get through the Eastern Conference with Giannis before they even played LeBron. Mm. So I think that it's, it's a failure. Is that too harsh? <laughs> Is that too harsh to say? A failure? A fa- You're the Lakers organization, and you couldn't get the, the first guy that you tried. You couldn't get him. Well, it's because they wouldn't give him what he wanted. They, the people who he, that they were going after would have taken the deals. They just said, we're not giving you five-year deals. We don't Isn't want you here standard? for five years. No, it's the standard, I guess, for most teams. When you're the Los Angeles Lakers. When you're the Los Angeles Lakers, you're not most teams. Yeah, most teams make the playoffs. <laughs> you're not the Los Angeles Lakers because all of those teams – Competing in the playoffs, what are they competing for, Seth? A national champion, national championship, an NBA title. An NBA title. How many <laughs> NBA titles did the Los Angeles we Lakers have? We won eight titles in the 70s. You need to pay attention they have to won, us. They have won titles as recently as two, 2011. That oh, was the last 2011. One. You know, that's almost 10 years ago. It stinks that they have not made the playoffs for a number of years. I will say that. When was the last time you made the playoffs, Andrew? The year after that, 2012, 2013. That was the last time. You're not actually no, no. no. Excuse me, 2013, 2014. Because you, with Dwight Howard, the Dwight Howard years was. You that will year, so. have a historic franchise. Yes. Will you have a tradition of winning? Yes. Does that matter a little bit? But it does not. You do not get to dictate the rules of the NBA and what everything that normally happens because your name says Lakers across the front of your jersey. You sure can, and they've been doing it for years. It they won't work. They have been doing it forever. It won't work. You it just saw worked. Tyron Lue. Not get a job with the Lakers because he turned it down. Be- no, not because because they would not give him. He Be- said, "No, come on, you guys have got to give me five years." Which and is they the said, normal no. NBA length for a head coach. They don't want Ty Lue because they know what would happen with Ty Lue after, and they didn't want Ty Lue because they he and Kyrie Irving were clashing, and they're trying to make a run at Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving also likes Jason Kidd. That's why they brought in Jason Kidd because they said, okay, he relates to these younger guys. We bring him in. Maybe it didn't work as a head coach for him. Him being an assistant under a guy who has had coaching experience with two franchises and was successful in a place like Indy freaking Anna and made it to where they – Basketball capital of like the world, but whatever. The Pacers are not – they have never been anything in their entire history. They have never been anything. Yeah, but Indiana loves basketball. Indiana loves basketball, but I mean like if if I love, you know, a, a piece of garbage outside and I just love it to death and I just want to bring it home with me and lay my head on it at night. It's not going to make it into a diamond. I mean, I it can't do anything. The Razorback, Razorback fan base loves the Razorback football team, but does that mean that the Razorback football team is just good? No. The Indiana Pacers are garbage. He made them good. They competed with the Heatles, the big three Miami Heat. They competed. They almost beat them. They went to seven Did games two years in a row. Heatles? That was their initial name, the Heatles. I don't think... Those three I, guys. Sure was i don't think so 
Look that if you look up the Heatles, look up who comes up. It'll be those three guys. They took Doesn't them to seven games two years in a row, and he earned the trust of those guys. He earned the trust of LeBron James. The Am late- I going to say that it was the best hire in the world? No, but it but wasn't the, the dumpster Los fire. Everybody Lakers. says you should be able to hire anybody you want. We got at the end of the day, we got somebody who we wanted. We weren't going to oh, give deals to him. people. That's why you didn't go after him first. You he wanted ca- him. he came out of left field, but then the all of a sudden it was like, okay, well this this actually might not be that bad. Jason Kidd and let's see how long in the interviews is the understudy. If he ends up being the head coach, he ends up being the head coach. I think it'll be good for him to be an assistant for a while. I think it'll be good for him to just be the kind of guy who's got to. Re- in essence, recruit these guys to come play because you got to get a Kyrie or a Clay. It doesn't matter who's coaching. What matters is who's out there playing with LeBron James because the team that did was out there last year couldn't. Number one, they were all hurt and banged out for the majority of the year. But when and then whenever they were together, their defense their defense was a top seven defense in the NBA. And then on offense, they were incredible too. They were beating the Warriors by thirty points the night that LeBron James got hurt in. Golden State, they were beating them by 30 points, and they were fourth in the Western Conference that day, and then LeBron got hurt. All right, well, will the Lakers have success with Vogel and Kidd? I say don't bet on it. I'm going to say I don't know. Dep- it really it depends. Cop out. No. Ask me this no, 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 when no, we see no. what free agent comes to Los Angeles. If get they to, get another free agent, you don't then get we to see. talk. You copped out by saying I don't know. You don't get to talk. I can't say I don't. You don't I, I, I don't I, know I unless you. we. See. I, I muted you. I muted you. You don't get to talk. You you use the cop out. You don't get to talk. All right, we're gonna move on. Like I said, speaking of betting, Caesar's Palace. They're gonna partner with ESPN. Whew. What do you have to say about this? Caesars Palace partnering with ESPN is blank, Andrew. Um, par for the course. We're in a conglomerate culture now where everybody's joining up and joining forces to, you know, peddle their product. We're run by advertisers. We're run by corporate entities. And so that's just the honest truth. That's not a political statement. That's just the truth. So it, it's it's par for the course because this is just something that's natural and they will continue to partner with other people. It's about surviving and thriving in this economy. And so that's what they're going to do. Progress. Do I say from a progressive side of, Oh my goodness, betting it's going to happen. Yeah. You're going to be able to do it on your phone or whatever. But here's a thing that scares me. Speaking of betting, we got one more fill in the blank for you. DraftKings CEO Jason Robbins told a crowd in Boston that he envisions one day bets being made through Alexa. Betting <laughs> with a smart speaker is blank, Andrew. Genius. It will happen, of course. I mean, this, we're starting to move into the smart home and smart appliances. Of course, that will. I mean, like, I don't understand why that's like a revolutionary a thought. That will, of course, happen. idea. It's a terrible idea because I can see some guy named Jim Bob who's sitting on his couch, you know, late at night working or after working, excuse me. He's definitely not working in this scenario. And he's a, he drank him a few Bud Lights. He's feeling pretty good. He had himself a six-pack, and we're not talking about abs. No, he sure didn't have abs. That went away about 30 years ago. And, you know, his wife, Nora's asleep. Uh, his dog, Jakey, is in the kennel. Is there a fire in this scenario in the fireplace? There will be a fire in their financial lives soon enough because he's going to be yelling out, I'm going to put 
20 on Moss. I'm going to put... No, no, no. Or they'll say, I'm going to put 20 on Darnold. Put 20 on Sam Darnold to throw a touchdown right here. And then Sam Darnold will throw it across his body to the other part of the end zone for an interception. And there goes another... Another 20 down the drain for our old pal Jim Bob. Yeah, this, mine, my word will be dangerous because you don't have control over your smart speaker in the way of you invite people into your home. All you got to say is, hey, Google, hey, Alexa, and anybody can bet. So oh, you, sure. you have your, you have your account set up through your credit card. You're watching a game. All of a sudden, some, you know, We'll call him Larry from down the street, and you really don't like Larry, but you had to invite him over to the house party mm. to watch the Super Bowl. And Larry says to Alexa, "Hey, Larry, enable the DraftKings skill and give me the under on the national anthem. I think it'll be under one twenty, and put five hundred dollars on it." Mm. And then all of a sudden, Larry, who's in your home, just spent five hundred dollars of your money. Yeah. So it's way, that's a slippery, slippery slope that you go down of, I don't know about that. Letting people bet, sure, bet from your phone. Mm. You have control over your phone. You have passcodes on your phone. Do not bet from your smart speaker. That is dangerous. By that point, I think there will be some algorithms and stuff in the microphones that, uh, you know, probably for something like that. And this is just speaking off the top of my head, but you know how technology evolves. It'll probably make you put in a pen or something. Yeah, or a pen, or it'll be totally voice, you know, cognizant about the owner of it. So anybody who has a different dialect or accent won't be able to do it. Now, granted, that's all just speculation. That's not anything that's been looked up prior to this, but technology evolves. Those problems are probably being talked about by the people who are involved right now. And that makes it real easy to make a bet. You don't even have to be able to see straight. You just have to be able to tell Alexa to put 20 on that Seth Curry kid beating his brother Steph. He's the real star anyway. Now he's already won a few titles up in the Northwest. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we've gone off the rails, so you know what time it is. It's Wacky World Time. All right, Andrew. Where in the wacky world are we going this week? I think we're going to go see the Naturals game after this. That is not a false statement. Yeah, but... That's not where we're going. That is where we're going. During this whack. This is called a loophole. This is not. That is not where we're going. <laughs> in this segment. Oh. Where are we go? No, all right. I'll give you the loophole. Where are we going in this segment, Andrew? I'm gonna say we are going to the Twilight Zone. If you would have told me that, I think I had a hit for Twilight Zone. But uh, oh dang! You gotta tell me these things. That's why I practice and Alan Iverson is in the open because I'm along with, we're with I, Alan here. We don't practice. We don't practice. We, but we you gotta get the reps go. while it's going. Yeah. We're practicing for radio. That's what we're practicing for. Anyway, we're gonna go to Mexico because I teased it earlier. Arkansas State has a Mexico campus. It's in, I'm gonna butcher this, Queretaro. 
Mexico. <laughs> that was a pretty pretty good rendition right there. I'd and say. in Querétaro, Mexico, if you Google them, go on Google Maps. Remember, Google Maps. Google Arkansas State University, Querétaro, which is Q-U-E-R-E-T-A-R-O. If you zoom in on the satellite, guess what Arkansas State Querétaro has? It starts with an F and rhymes with mutball field. They have a full-on football field. And this isn't just a, oh, you think that may be a football field. This is AstroTurf. It is painted. It says Red Wolves and Arkansas State in the end zone. It has the state logo in the middle. It's got yard lines running across the field. They have a football field, which leads me to propose this. Arkansas State Querétaro versus the Arkansas <laughs> Razorbacks. And there would be some mad people in the northeast corner of Arkansas. And the northwest corner of Arkansas as well. Some furious people in both corners. So I say we let them have their field down there. Celebrate with a margarita, maybe some cerveza. But you stay far, far away from playing against us. As in us, I'm talking about the Razorbacks. Listen, so I wanted to clarify. Listen, will this ever happen? No. But I teased it earlier and you stayed to listen to it, so who's the sucker here? Seth had some breaking news about this game that he has just learned from Hunter Urachek. Oh yeah, me and HY are on a first name basis. I even have a nickname for him. Yeah, that's why he calls him HY. They're yeah. on a first name basis, but Seth chooses to not go by that basis. I, that's just not my style. No. You know? Yeah, no, no breaking news here. The 501 Podcast. <laughs> if you came for breaking, breaking news. breaking your heart. If you came for breaking news, you need to find another podcast. Yep. I'm going to be completely honest. If you, that. if you haven't gotten that through the first 30 minutes, then well. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right, Andrew. That's been Wacky World. So stay tuned next week because you never know where in the wacky world we may go. All right. I think it's time. You think it's that time, Andrew? I think it's that time. All right. Andrew, tell them where you are from. Um, I'm from Sherwood, Arkansas. It's not as funny than the next time you do it. So I do it every time. It's it's not, it's not that uh, funny. We are from the... It's in the open, so you got to get it right. Five. Oh, one. That's right. Thank you so much for listening. We are just some 501 boys in the 479 having fun talking Razorback sports. Make sure to tune in next week for another podcast. Like, subscribe, share with your friends. Word of mouth is one of the best ways that we grow. We'll see you next week.